0: Hey, guys, welcome back to Vertical Momentum. What's we up? Live. Woo. My name is Richard Kaufman, also known as the Comeback Coach. Guys, this is going to be a great episode. If you ever wanted to get into the mind of a mixed martial artist and to find out, is it madness or is it brilliance? We're going to let you be the deciding factor. But, guys, I want to thank our sponsors, Kurt Balish of Balish Woodworks. Thank you for making the most... Amazing woodworking stuff for your people's homes. Uh, The hoarding solution, Tammy Moses, I want to say thank you for helping anybody that's living in a hoarding situation. Because a lot of first responders get killed by trying to get those people out of um, hoarding situations. So thank you. But I also want to thank me. We just came out with our own ass kicking coffee. High velocity coffee that it, whether Asking. you need your ass kicked or you need to kick somebody's I ass. I don't even
1: drink coffee, and that already sounds good off of the title. Yep.
0: It's called Vertical Momentum. You can get it here, and all the all my proceeds go to help veterans that are struggling with mental health issues and homelessness. So it's all giving back, guys. Guys, like I said, this is going to be a fun interview. I've been, in, I've been a fan of MMA since before UFC 1, which is like 35 years ago and i love it and i love talking to to fighters i love getting their mindsets and this gentleman is an up and comer, and i see him as a future world champion one day in the ufc jordan my brother that's what's right going on?
1: what's going on getting it in every day working up to the top climbing the ladder so that that's that's the game that i'm playing that's what i love you know and pursuing my goals
0: so, so uh, alright we're going to hop back in the Wayback Machine. Where did you come from? Uh, where did you grow up? And what kind of little kid was Jordan?
1: So I grew up in Marrero, Louisiana. It's actually the West Bank of New Orleans, if you're familiar with that area. And uh, I was born there to about when I was like four, four years old, we moved to Baton Rouge. And uh, so growing up, I was a very happy kid. I was very, uh, you know, curious about everything, life, you know, just full of energy, joy. And, uh, you know, I I immediately got into martial arts. It's funny, uh, right when we moved to Baton Rouge from New Orleans area, uh, my mom asked me, she's like, hey, do you want to start karate? I was like, yeah, like it instantly indicated, like, so I knew, like, I, I look back at it now and I'm like, I definitely pulled that in in the universe I know i believe in that type of stuff like you know everything happens because of you in some way shape or form you know like even the most um defying odds like things that seem so out of your control they happen to be in your control some way or another and that i believe 100 percent was in my control and i i knew what i was doing at that at that young age at four or five years old i was like i'm you know, I'm going to be a martial artist. So now what
0: form of martial art did you start taking up?
1: Um, I started with, it's called Hanmudo. It's a Korean martial art and it's kind of like a mixture of, uh, Taekwondo, Hapkido and Judo. So I started doing that. That was like a good base for me. Um, till I was about like 15. So that was, that was a, a good, um, I trained, I I competed a lot in tournaments. They had little local tournaments and it was a huge deal for me, you know, like every tournament, even it could be like the most, uh, you know, not a big deal to some people, but it's like, I treated like every competition. Like it was a UFC, like I, like I would think of a UFC championship. That was the beauty of it. Like I, I, I created that in my mind And, and that's what helped me win. You know, I won seven years in a row growing up uh in, in the sparring and, and in the tournaments and you know because I I treated it like it is it is the most prestigious, it is amazing, I'm going to win. And that was that was my mindset at that that young age. So now I I
0: used to do sparring and you know, used to fight for points and I would get hit and I would lose my temper temper and I would get disqualified all the time. <laughs> uh i don't know why but i just somebody hit me in the face and i just seemed black and that was it so talk yeah, yeah. about the discipline that it instilled in you from a young child till now do you recommend it for ki- for kids nowadays
1: yeah absolutely i mean it, it, it's another game it's like you know life is full of games and it's like what game do you want to play you know you can be a fucking race car driver you could be a a freaking ballerina dancer you can be a astronaut you can be a martial artist it's like what game you want to play you got all these options available to you in this world and it's just which one is 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 good for you and really it's whatever the kid wants and you know only the the child or the the, the being knows what uh game he wants to play and it the, the choices are unlimited so um i i think any game is better than no game. Let's, that's the first thing, you know, not, not having a game makes you dead. So I think what's key and most important in life in general is to have a game. If you don't have a game, then you're just dead inside.
0: All right. So then, you know, talking about games, cause I'm a big sports geek, sports freak. Um, and I don't
1: seem, when I talk about games, I don't just talk about like sports and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like everything, like everything. Be a construction worker. That's a game. Being uh, an investor. That's a game. Being a podcaster like yourself, you're playing a game. You know, you have a game. So that's what I mean, just to to clarify.
0: Well, what I was trying to say is that, um, you know, like for podcasting, I model myself off of Mr. John Lee Dumas and Milet. So who was somebody that you started looking up to that you started liking their game and you started modeling yourself after?
1: You you talking in terms of uh, podcasting arts. or martial arts? Okay, martial arts. Martial martial arts. Uh, the biggest number one person that stood out to me the most is Bruce Lee. Um, at a young age, and also uh, he's he's very underrated guy. His name is Tony Ja. I don't know if you're familiar yep. with Tony Jaa. Uh, man, I I fell in love with his movies. I think the first movie I saw it might have been The Protector or the uh, or the Warrior. And I think it was like 2003, 2004. And it's crazy how much those movies impacted me because I literally like used those techniques that I learned and his his timing. If you notice, like he doesn't use very flashy techniques, but he uses this unbelievable timing in his shots. Like he just to be able to place that roundhouse kick, you know, and, and close the gap so quickly before the opponent can even strike. And that's those were the things that taught me. I mean, it's crazy, it's a movie, but yet that movie helped me become a better martial artist. And I used it, you know, when I was young in a tournament. And uh, so that was my biggest inspiration. You know, I didn't do Muay Thai, but I love Tony Ja. Um, And then it became Bruce Lee. Uh, I discovered Bruce Lee. And and then uh, when I was in my early teens, I read his book, uh, Expressing the Human Body. And then now I have all of his, his books and I and I consistently, uh, turn back to him and, and trying to really study a lot of this stuff. Cause I think a lot of that stuff is underrated, even in, in mixed martial arts and even a lot of the fighters, uh, there's just, there's just so much in there that he was such a head ahead of his time. And obviously the sport is catching up to that times. So, um, you know, it's, it's great. So th- those were my biggest inspirations. Um, but, Definitely another inspiration I had. I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, like most people, uh, Conor McGregor definitely was a big inspiration. Um, if anything, he was more of the inspiration of me, inspiring me to go for it. You know, before I kind of got distract, distracted. Like I I took like seven years all, uh, out of martial arts and I started pursuing other things. And uh, so watching him, uh, you know, and in his his climb to the top literally inspired me uh, to show like what's possible and what's, you know, because when I was 17, 18, I wanted to be champion and then I kind of, I strayed off of it because, you know, I listened to other people's negativity. Uh, I let, you know, friends and family talk me out of it. Like, Oh, it's dangerous. You're going to get hurt. You're going to do this. And I believed in it at that time. And then it wasn't until six, seven years later that I realized that, I'm capable of anything and I can literally achieve anything that I put my mind to. And there's so much proof in the pudding. There's so much out there, so, you know, people that you would have never thought that could achieve, achieve anything. And they went and achieved, great things. So um,
0: now one yeah. thing, you know, I've been, a, I'm also a big fan of professional wrestling. So I always love the guys on the mic. Now, like, yeah. you know, I've always been a fan of McGregor, because he's golden on the mic, T.O. Yeah. Ortiz, golden on the mic. I love those guys that bring the excitement. And I used to, and I, I, I still watch UFC. I still watch MMA, but it's hard when you just watch an awesome fight and then they interview the guy and he has no personality or can't even yeah. speak the language. Chael.
1: Or it's kind of like fake. It's 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 like you can smell it a mile away. You know, I can name a couple off the top of my head of what I'm thinking right now. Uh, You know, that just made me is like, what are you doing? Like, it just doesn't feel right. It, uh, you know, you could just feel it. The the energy, you know, whatever. And, you know, I, I and there's know.
0: guys like Chael Son, and even though he's got a bunch of losses, people he puts asses in seats because he, yeah. he's golden on the mic. And I think that's one thing that drew me to you is you're very open you're very uh you're amazing on the mic was that something that was that came
1: naturally i well i appreciate it i mean i guess i I never really think about it to be honest and you know i don't think i have had too much mic time as as i feel like i should you know but obviously that's going to change real soon and uh you know i'll get a chance to to show everybody you know how i am on the mic or you know in in the spotlight but uh you know, I guess uh, I definitely think that competing and uh, competition at, at an early age has helped me with that. And if you look at my last fight, you know, the commentators were telling me, like, saying, like, oh, well, wow, look at Jordan. He's so relaxed. He's so composed. You know, they said it, like, multiple times during my fight. And, uh, you know, I I, I I wouldn't say I was – I mean, I was composed. But, yeah, that the fight – the first fight that I had – Last fight, it was definitely a tremendous experience mentally. Uh, crazy, you know. It, it, I went into some god mode, some you know, I didn't, a, a place that I haven't really been. Uh, not only like pushing yourself, because you know I push myself in training and all that, but it just it's just a different uh, thing, just different. You know, I, it's it's hard to explain.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. The, I guess the
1: adrenaline. The adrenaline is what thing, you know, at, at such a high level, I guess, what kind of spikes everything and changes things because um, I, I can get a big adrenaline. So during that fight, I was very I was composed per se, but my adrenaline was just crazy. So I, I, I guess I, I put a good poker face kind of that like, you know, I look composed, but my heart was like a thousand beats per, per minute. You know, whatever. <laughs> now,
0: like, you know, on this show, I've interviewed uh, Navy SEAL c- commanders. I've dealt with yeah. operators, And they have the same, that same kind of yeah. uh, mindset as a mixed martial artist is when the shit is going down, everything slows down for them. Yeah. And they can focus more. The, the worse it is, the more focused they are. So talk to us about the, the, the minute before you get into the octagon when you're about to step in, what is your mindset like? What are your thoughts?
1: Um, my thoughts, I, I kind of just like not not think about anything. Just I'm just there in present time, um, especially with this, this last fight. Um, you know, I warmed up a bit. I actually warmed up too early, and that pretty much I, – I did everything wrong this last fight, to be honest with you. I warmed up like four hours before, like a pretty – I thought it was a light workout, but I, I felt after, especially after the weight cut, like, oh, shit, I actually did too much. And, and, and obviously, it wasn't close to the fight, so I didn't benefit from that. So it was just like an extra workout that I did before the fight, basically. And, uh, yeah, I, I just really, I don't, I don't think about anything. I just go in there and, and just be present and, and, and know that I'm going to get it done and I'm going to prevail. Now, your opponent didn't make weight, did he? No, he missed weight by, I mean, he missed weight by six pounds. But I, I made one sixty-eight, um, you know, to make sure I, I made weight because they emphasize if you miss weight, you know, the fight's off. And this motherfucker comes in at one sixty-one seventy-six. I was one sixty-eight, so that basically that's eight pounds uh, difference. And oh, uh, now, how
0: come they didn't call off the fight if he came in
1: overweight? That's the the bullshit, you know, that, that I ran into with that fight. So, but it, it was still good, you know, I got it done. So I don't have anything <laughs> bad to say, but yeah, like, you know, I guess that I'm learning as I go, you know, there's some shady shit going on and definitely that fight was definitely not in my favor and it definitely was not created for me to win that fight, but I still won it now, because that's the champion mindset. But now, How
0: uh, long before you took this fight did you know who your opponent was and did you do a lot of studying before the fight
1: no i i didn't have any information to do put his profile in private uh the manager like wouldn't all, oh and the guy told me he wasn't a wrestler uh like specifically he's just a wrestler he he'll strike with you and obviously i'm i'm better at striking than this guy and uh that's all i knew and then come to think of it, the fight, I mean, he was a wrestler. All he did was wrestle me. So that right there was just complete bullshit. And I definitely was not anticipating, but I still adapted in the situation and overcame. So, yeah, you got to run so into Now, things.
0: obviously, being a wrestler, I'm sure he went for takedowns. I'm sure he, he went for the legs. So I'm sure after the first 30 seconds, you're like, all right, that's all he's going to do. So how did you work? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is in life or in business or in the ring, you have to pivot sometimes. So yeah. what was your mindset was like, all right, this guy's just gonna keep going for my legs. I got to do something different.
1: Well, so I I'm in, the, in the first couple of seconds of the fight, I mainly started off with a front kick. He like just drove through my front kick and and put me up against the cage and, and for a takedown. And immediately, you know, I've been training, you know, I just immediately try to start escaping and getting back up on my feet, which I did. Um, he was all immediately in the fight. He started exerting a lot of energy. And that was my uh, my opportunity that I knew that I could win is, you know, I'm really good at pacing. I'm really good at, like, at knowing my endurance and my, my energy capacity and knowing, like, when to put it on and when to when to uh, when to let, let off the gas so i kind of let him you know i didn't i didn't get all aggressive when he had me and try to like force out of it i just kind of like kind of waited it out you know he me with some good shots when i tried to stand up and that was the point where i was like oh shit i'm a, i'm in a fight now like before you know i was it's it's different you know you get hit with a couple of times and you're like oh okay you know he he's trying to hurt me and then it kind of wakes you up a little bit more uh, puts a little bit no, more necessity. And uh, yeah, and, and then the fight continued. So um, now,
0: as you said earlier, there's an eight pound difference. And for some mm-hmm. people, they might think that eight pounds is not a lot. But when you're carrying an extra six or eight pounds of either water or muscle, it's going to weigh you down and your cardio is going to be much worse. So it, did that play a big part? It was him you know, being over eight pounds. Yeah, i'm
1: sure his cardio was at a better advantage than i was because i had to cut that that extra you know six pounds that are eight pounds that he didn't lose that i lost was a disadvantage for me because i'm more you know fatigued than he was and you know so he he had the advantage right there you know he didn't have to drop as much weight you know he's he's feeling good but yeah he's he's carrying a little bit more weight but it is an advantage also you know he's carrying that weight um that he can put me down on and my on my butt uh with those takedowns and be able to hold me there and you know but yeah you, so it, how did it's you definitely win a fight? disadvantage how did you win i won it by rear naked choke in the third round i took his back after he took my back twice he took me my back twice i you know obviously that's just a a, a huge no-no you don't fucking do that you know and I, I i made that mistake you know i let him take my back twice and I, I, escaped out of it. And, uh, and then I, I did the same thing to him. So it, it worked out. It was a good karma situation, I guess. So now <laughs> after
0: you choked him out, were you expecting to maybe get signed for a couple more PFL fights?
1: Well, the PFL, they, they put on uh, multiple fight. The It's the premier fight league. So it's different than the, the pro, uh, yeah. PFL. Um, so I mean they're going to have another one in January. That's what that's the one I was like looking at. So that's a possibility, uh, but we'll we'll see. You know, um, I'm I'm really liking the gym I'm, gym I'm at now. Glory MMA. Shout out to James Kraus. Uh, he's got an amazing team over here. Uh, we got like 17 guys in the UFC. So there's plenty of of training partners and so much knowledge around there and help me get better. So you know I'm excited to, to, to be around in that environment. And, uh, yeah, so he, you know, they're, they're, I'm hearing they're going to have one in February. So I think I'm, I'm shooting for that.
0: Man, you're in you're around the Kansas city area.
1: Yes, sir. All right. right so now talk area. to
0: us about, um, because I believe that if you want to be successful in life and, and I've been told by a couple of my friends that are Navy SEALs, that it's all about your rituals, your nightly ritual, your morning ritual, um, yeah and that pretty much puts the rest of your day in perspective. So what is a day and night in the life of Jordan?
1: So the day, um, I do all my my prescribed workouts, um, which is has been changing a little bit because i'm I'm trying to increase volume with my training and i'm I'm kind of trying different things. Um, I got a performance coach in Miami. So he's been programming all my uh, strength and, and conditioning stuff, helping me move better. Uh, his name's Lalo. Shout out to Lalo uh, with Blaze Camp. He's been helping me out, uh, helping me because I've had some hip injuries. Uh, I've had a lot of different injuries and stuff. And uh, the way he helps me move, my body helps me perform better. I can throw punches better. I can kick better without you know injuring the hip and stuff but uh yeah i've been doing that and then um showing up to each each of the pro team classes that we have every morning with james kraus and and all the guys at glory um they have a very consistent schedule so i wake up 10, 10 a.m is when we we do that that session and then if i'm not uh don't have a staph infection that uh that's the the first session then they have an evening session at around five and then now I've been adding another session midday uh, strength or like today, right now, I'm going to go do some shadow boxing rounds or uh, and some kicking. So been doing that and uh, yeah, just trying to increase everything. Like everything's a statistic. Um, I, I log everything. Um, I keep a, a daily like journal, a training journal of, you know, what, what I, how many rounds that I do of this, how many... Reps that I do of this, you know, I write everything down, um, and then write down, you know, how I did. Like, how did I do with this sparring session? Oh, I got hit here. Um, You know, I I need to work on my defense. I'm getting hit too much, or uh, I keep getting taken down. I need to work on my my defense, my takedown defense. You know, so I, I I do it like that. I'm very organized with my training. You know, I like to see where I'm at. And, you know, like how many sessions that I do this week? And, you know, I keep track of that. I have a whole graph that I write on Sunday and I keep track of, you know, how many sessions of how many martial arts sessions, how many strength sessions, how many conditioning sessions, how many, uh, you know, how how, many, how much distance that I run throughout the week, um, you know, and that way I can have more control over my training and my growth, you know, as I climb the ladder. So, you know, I want I want to be on top of that. I want to be uh, better than everybody else. I want to outwork everybody. So all of these are goals of mine and, and I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to work extremely hard and work extremely smart at the same time. I don't believe, you know, people should just work smart and not hard. Like you need both. So that, that's, that's what I've my agenda.
0: Now, do you, how do you pay the bills? Is this what you do full time? Is this how you make a living?
1: No, dude, I've been broke, man. I've been broke. You know, uh, I, I get help from family, I doordash sometimes. Um, I, you know, I, I, I re- honestly, like I, I've done a lot of sales, but it's just like, fuck, it's, it's hard getting myself to do, uh, you know, I have to rethink myself of like, okay, this is, even though it's not my purpose, it's in line with, you know, with what I'm trying to do. Um, so that, that's kind of how I've been working it. I, if it was up to me, I, w- I was actually I slept outside for a whole month uh, until my mom was like, "No, I'm, I'm going to help you get a place." So because I'm I'm staying here because of my mom right now. <laughs> if it was up to me, I'd be camping outside, which I was I was sleeping out of tent uh, and uh, cooking on a little propane stove because I just want to put all my energy and thought and attention into into my main goal. You know, if I have to sacrifice the next year and a half two years until i start making money you know at a professional level and being in the ufc then so be it you know it's part of the game you know i'm okay with that because it's it's i know where i'm going and i know what what i want and i know i'm going to get get what i want you know i'm going to be world champion
0: yourself in 2022
1: 2022 uh, i'm going to be a professional mma fighter fighting at the pro level 2023,
0: uh, I'll be in the UFC. Okay. Now I have, you know, a lot of people that are watching this. They're veterans. Um, they kind of got out of shape, and now they want to look to get back in shape. What are some of the things that you would recommend for a person, and you know, any, any person, you know, from 25 to 55 that are trying to get back in shape, but they don't know how? What are some basics that you can teach us, so we can help start getting back into shape, not in fighting, but just to get healthier again.
1: I think you you kind of have to. I think have a have a pur- pur- purpose line first. Um, you know, I could be like, "Yeah, fucking go get it! Don't be a little bitch." You know, quit being lazy. But I think I think with, with makes it easier, more efficient. So you because you, you gotta want to do it. You know, otherwise your your intensity, your your heart, it's not gonna be there. So I think the number one most basic thing is to have a purpose of like, okay, why do I need to start working out? Oh, well, um, you know, I'd like to to be able to move better. I'd like to feel better. I don't feel good. Well, yeah, you probably don't feel good because, you know, you're not training and you're not exercising properly and, you know, eating healthy and stuff like that. So you just got to rewire the purpose like, okay, this is the purpose line. I want to feel good. I want to be able to move. I want to live a better life. I want to, you know, I want to look better, you know, you know, all these things are different purposes. Everybody's different. So you just got to find your purpose and, and figure out like, why do you need to exercise? Obviously you need to exercise, but, uh, the, part, the man's got to find out why he, he needs to exercise. Otherwise it'll be hard for him to stick to it. You know? All
0: right, so the last couple minutes, because when this, because this goes out live now, and then in six, about six, eight weeks, it goes out again to 10 different platforms, up to 1.4 million people. But I'm also going to be tagging the UFC, um, some of these other big organizations. Let's go. So They're watching you.
1: Me. I got them on LinkedIn too. I got them on LinkedIn. So I got I the president. Give, I got the vice president. They, want they know you to I'm give coming. They're watching
0: pr- me. The best promo of why they should bring you into the UFC or some of these other um, main event co- cards?
1: Well, I, I'm, I'm getting to that level. Um, you know, right now I'm an amateur, but I'm moving very fast and I know all eyes are on me and I have no doubt that they're going to bring me in on the, on the company. I mean, it, it's without a question because my goal, I'm I'm going to be the best in the world. So obviously the best fighters in the world, you want to be the best in the world, you got to fight at the UFC caliber because UFC is the number one uh, skill and, and caliber of, of mixed martial artists. So that's where I'm going. And without a doubt, they'll see me. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm working my way. I'm, I'm doing what I need to do to get there. And I got a huge team around me, ton of guys are in the UFC around me every day. So I'm already trained with those guys. I'm already around those guys. I'm... I'm I'm learning, and I know what what it takes. And I see, I, I see to myself, you know, where they're at, you know, compared to me. And okay, how much better do I need to be to be better than them? And how okay, how good is being in the UFC? And okay, this person is ranked such and such in the UFC. Okay, maybe I can beat them in this and this. Okay, so you know, I'm I'm always thinking with these type of things, and I'm seeing, you know, what it actually takes effort-wise. Because with any goal, you have to correctly estimate the amount of effort necessary, you know, and that's without a doubt what I'm doing because that that is my goal and that's what I'm gonna go for and, and make. So I'm already looking at all these things on what I need to do to to get there. So so Dana, if you're watching this, Dana, make sure you pick this go. man up.
0: Make sure you get him now. He's, he's picking he's me up. Hot. He's picking me up. He's gonna get he's,
1: hot. I'm hot and ready. We'll see all right, you.
0: guys brother thank you so much i can't wait um i can't wait to see the great things that you're going to be doing in the future and thank you i'm going to support you any way that i can brother guys make sure you follow this young man's career just think you can become friends with this gentleman imagine if you back in the day when john bones jones first came out if you were able to sit and talk with this gentleman and become friends with him that's where this guy is going that's the level this guy is going to. So make you sure already you reach know. out, connect while you still can, because I'm sure he's going to be maxed out real soon.
1: That's right, Richard. You're a smart man. You already yeah, know. God, be good. Taking the words be- out of my mouth.
0: And remember, guys, vertical momentum. The only way to go is butt up. Love oh. you guys. Catch you on the flip.
1: Thanks, Richard. Be Appreciate good, it. brother. Thanks for having me. All right. Talk soon.
0: Thank you for joining us today please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.